G'day mates and welcome back to the Dream Hub podcast. You've stuck around to episode three, which is showing me that you want to be a part of this movement or you're at least curious about it. Welcome into the secret dreaming club. I'm calling it that because I feel like this is a huge secret. I'm not sure why it isn't more well known yet. I've got a few ideas though. Dreaming is often considered a hidden secret because it takes place in the privacy of one's mind and it can't be directly observed by others. While we can discuss our dreams with others after the fact, the content of our dreams is usually not readily accessible to others in the way that our waking thoughts and actions are. Like they can't see our dreams or feel our dreams. So to someone else, they may not feel real. The stigma around dreaming and people not believing that they have meaning is likely due to cultural and historical factors. In many societies, dreams have been viewed as mystical or supernatural experiences and interpretations of dreams were often associated with religious or spiritual beliefs. There may also be a fear of judgment or ridicule associated with sharing one's dreams with others. Because dreams can be deeply personal and revealing, people might worry what others will view them as strange or abnormal if they disclose the contents of their dreams. This fear of judgment can lead people to keep their dreams private and not explore the potential meanings. Although dreams are meant to be honored, shared, played and worked with. I feel like a bit of a conspiracy theorist when I say this, but I've noticed anything that expands your consciousness seems to be hidden or made illegal. Have a think about that. But we're now moving into a time of expansion globally and the secret is getting out. Thank God. The nature of dreams can be highly personal and subjective, often reflecting our deepest fears, desires and emotions. Sharing our dreams with others can feel vulnerable as it reveals a part of ourselves that we may not want to expose to the outside world. Luckily, dream therapy is something that you can do on your own. It's helpful to share it with others to get a different opinion on what symbols could mean, but it's not necessary. There is so much information online, in books and podcasts that you'll be able to do this journey on your own or with a little bit of my assistance. I've had an influx of messages since releasing this podcast. It's been absolutely amazing. I've had messages from people all over the place. Um, For someone, dream recall has improved from remembering one to two dreams per week to now remembering three to five dreams per night. She's going forwards in leaps and bounds with her personal development. I've also been contacted by someone who just broke a five-year dream drought and this happened within a week of following my steps from episode two. I'm so stoked with how many people are realizing how important our dreams are to us and are jumping on board with documenting and assessing the nightly messages. There are a lot of other countries who are far more advanced in these practices than we are here in Australia. I'm going to help catch us up and put Australia back on the map as a dreaming community. Australia actually has a rich history in the dream space with the indigenous people. According to their beliefs, the world was created by ancestral beings during a mythical era called the dream time. During this time, these ancestral beings created the land, animals and plants, and they also established the laws and customs that govern the behavior of Aboriginal people. In Aboriginal culture, dreams are considered to be a way for these beings to communicate with the living. Dreams are also believed to be a way for individuals to connect with their ancestors and the spiritual world. 
Dream work or the interpretation of dreams was an important part of Aboriginal culture and was often used in the context of clan relationships. Within a clan, individuals would share their dreams with one another and the group would work together to interpret the dreams. Dream work was seen as a way to understand the desires of the ancestors and to gain insights into the natural world. It was also used to guide decision-making within the clan, such as when planning a hunt or deciding on a course of action. Dreaming was not only an individual experience, but also a collective one. The stories and traditions associated with dream time were passed down through generations within clans and individuals were encouraged to connect with their ancestors through their dreams. Overall, dream work was an essential part of Aboriginal culture and played an important role in the maintenance of social, spiritual and cultural traditions of the clan. The other Indigenous cultures who place great importance on dreams as a way of connecting with their ancestors and gaining insight into their place in the world include the Native Americans and the Maoris. Tibetan Buddhists believed in the concept of dream yoga, which involves using lucid dreaming as a way of attaining spiritual enlightenment and gaining insight into the nature of reality. In Islamic culture, as well as with the ancient Greeks and Romans, dreams are considered to be a way of receiving messages from God or communicating with spirits. In Hinduism, dreams are believed to be a reflection of the dreamer's subconscious mind and are often interpreted as a sign of the dreamer's spiritual growth. And in Chinese culture, dreams are believed to be a reflection of the dreamer's current state of mind and are often used in traditional Chinese medicine as a diagnostic tool. You may not have heard of dream work or dream therapy until I told you about it, but overall dream work is a widespread and culturally diverse practice that has been used for spiritual and psychological growth across many different cultures throughout history. A big topic of dream questioning is the meaning or symbolism behind natural disaster dreams. So I thought I'd comment about that now since a lot of you are having them and wondering what's going on. Dreams about natural disasters such as earthquakes, hurricanes, floods and tornadoes can have a variety of different meanings depending on the context and the details of the dream. So here are some possible interpretations. The first one is fear and anxiety. Dreams about natural disasters may be a reflection of your own fears and anxieties about real life events such as pandemic, COVID or things like climate change. Your subconscious mind may be processing these concerns in the form of a dream. Number two is you're experiencing a loss of control. Natural disasters often represent a loss of control as they are events that are beyond our power to prevent or stop. Dreams about natural disasters may reflect a sense of powerlessness or a fear of being overwhelmed by circumstances beyond your control. The next reason you might be having one of these dreams is you might be going through some type of a change or transformation. Natural disasters can also represent a powerful force of change and transformation. Dreams about natural disasters may indicate that you're going through a period of significant change in your life or that you are ready to let go of old patterns and beliefs. That takes me on to the next one, destruction and rebirth. Natural disasters can also symbolize destruction and rebirth. In some cases, dreams about natural disasters may indicate that you're ready to let go of old ways, old ways of thinking or old ways of being that no longer serve you and to embrace new possibilities and opportunities. 
The last one is they could be a warning or a premonition. So in rare cases, dreams about natural disasters may be a warning or a premonition of an actual event. However, it's important to remember that dreams are not always literal and should be interpreted with caution. Overall, though, the meaning of a dream about a natural disaster will depend on the context and the details of the dream, as well as your own personal associations with these events. It may be helpful to explore the emotions and feelings that arise in the dream, as well as any other symbols or details that stand out, in order to gain a deeper understanding of what the dream may be trying to communicate. So changing topics now, I'm just going to jump up onto another question that's been coming up lately for a few people and it is remembering your dreams but then forgetting them. So your mind can deceive you when it comes to remembering and recording your dreams. At 3am you might be lying there believing that you will remember this dream in the morning. It's going through your mind but you don't want to get up and write it down because you don't want to disrupt your tiredness. The ego's overconfidence may also come into play leading you to think that you don't need to write anything down. However, the conscious mind can interfere with the dream's memory, just like that memory wiping tool in Men in Black. To combat this, find a comfortable way that works for you to record your dreams, usually when you're still partially asleep. This state is perfect for capturing dream content before the conscious mind wakes up and takes over. Before I go, I'm gonna leave you with one more dream interpretation tip. Pay attention to the overall storyline of the dream and specifically to the ending. Your dream may have a lot of confusing adventures that you don't quite get. So have a look at the overall story and the ending. This often shows guidance around the situation. Is there a quest with a problem and then an escape or a happy ending? Or is your dream showing you something that you think you desire, but then it has a terrible ending? This is your psyche letting you know if something is a good idea or not. Take particular note to how you overcome the issue in your dream. This is often the big answer to the problem that's stuck on your mind. Until next time, happy dreaming.